Hey, yo, doctor, here's another proper track, and it's back. Watch the sniper. Time to pay the piper, because we are back with another edition of B for the three count with uh, your main man, the one, the only, G.A. West. And I am coming at you with the host with the most, the one, the only, unnamed host, a.k.a. Uh, not Cat Miller. Not Cat Miller. Not Cat Miller. But we're an animal. Okay, okay. So that make you Dog Miller? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Just check it. Just check in. How's your high kick? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. All right. That's what's up. And uh, yes, we are back. Uh, with another edition of Before the Three Count, live and in living color. How you feeling today? I am well. I am well. How about yourself? Doing fan-freaking-tastic. And, uh, yeah, man, I feel like a lot's been going on in the wrestling world this week. Really? Um, you know what? I might be wrong on that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, feel like it's been a Low, quiet. Well, I guess I would say uh, the. I don't know if this is the biggest news of the week, but uh, Jay White is officially a free agent. Nice. Yes, the uh, the leader of the Bullet Club. He uh, he lost a match, a uh, loser leaves town match. Yep. And uh, although what I'm kind of curious about, he's scheduled for uh, New Japan has a show. Uh, Think next week, yeah, next week in LA. Okay, um, that's gonna be the big show where uh, Mercedes Monday makes her debut. Okay, um, and or I should say her her wrestling debut because she's already made her debut there, but she will be wrestling for the uh, women's title against Kyrie Sane. Okay, and uh, Jay White is scheduled to face Eddie Kingston on that show, so I don't know what's going to happen now. Um, but. Uh, but, but, yeah, he lost the Loser Leaves Town match earlier this week and uh, is considered officially a free agent. Okay. Are you a fan of it? Um, honestly, I haven't watched enough of it to, to really say. Okay. Um, but the things I've seen, I've liked. Okay. okay. How about yourself? You seen much of his work? No, nah, not at all. You know, look at I feel you. I feel you. And uh, so, yeah, we'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, he does more stuff in the States now that he's a free agent. Will he go to AEW? Will he go to WWE? Um, that's it's that's a big question. What's that? Is it Bullet Um Technically, it's still there. Uh, I want to say Hikaleu is now running the show. Okay. But, uh, but I feel like it should disband at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's more than run its course. Okay, um, that's that's just my opinion. Um, but but kind of interesting on the free agent market right now. You've got Jay White. You've got Tama Tonga. Um, EC3 just signed a, uh, believe it's a multi year deal with NWA. Okay, so he will no, be staying there for a while. Yeah, although he said he's bringing Control Your Narrative with him. 
But I think at this point, as a company, it's completely done. I think now it's like his stable of lackeys. Okay, so yeah, so what, what's your, what's your take on uh, you know, program, uh, company? I had big hopes for it. Okay. Um, I was a big EC3 fan, um, a big Killer Cross fan, as we all know. Yeah. And um, I was never a huge Strowman guy, but I was like, you know what? Like, he can get down. Him and Roman had some good matches. Yep. Um, so I was, you know, I had high hopes for the company. And then they brought in Austin Aries, who I absolutely love. Yep. Um, and uh, so I was like, wow, like, they've got the right names in this company to make some things happen here. Okay. And uh, and I had hopes for the company. I had hopes of working for the company. Um you know, but uh, as soon as Strowman left, I feel like that was it. Because um, Cross leaving, that hurt. Um, that hurt them. That hurt Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, and his company because he was going to make Cross his champion. What's going on with his company? <laughs> uh, he says it's still going to happen. He says he's still putting the pieces together. And uh, I think they're going to debut, I think, next year, if not later this year. Uh, and do we know what's on the roster? No idea at all. Okay. Um, I, I think he's keeping that pretty tight. Uh, though, in fact, the only thing that we know is he was going to make Cross his champion, and now he can't. Okay. okay. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of roster he puts together because I feel like if he's running later this year, any top yep. name free agents will already be gone. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm very curious what type of uh, company he's intending to put together and what his plans are. Okay. But uh, if I had to throw a guess out there, I-, I would expect to see Matt Cardona in the company. And I say that only because we haven't seen him in WWE. Or AEW. Yeah, or AEW. He did the one show in AEW where he teamed with Cody Rhodes way back. Okay. Uh, and that was it. He did that one show. But, uh, his wife is now in WWE. Um, she uh, rumors were rampant that she was going there when she closed her OnlyFans a couple months ago. Okay, and uh, she made her debut at the Royal Rumble, and everyone thought he would be making his debut as well. Yeah, uh, but he hasn't been there. But she's been heavily featured on TV these past few weeks. Okay, and uh, with her uh, gimmick that the uh, the dirt sheets are saying uh, her gimmick is that she's a Karen. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, these past few weeks, she's been on both Raw and SmackDown asking to speak to the manager and get some TV time. Okay. Work out. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad. She's, uh, she's okay in the ring. Okay. Um, especially for WWE level. Like, you know, they're, they're top, the, the top women in WWE just can't be touched. Um, Charlotte, Bianca, Becky, um, Bailey, and I'm going to even throw Rhea in that lineup. Okay. Uh, I, I'm like, they just cannot be touched in the ring. Um, could, you, could you put uh, Nia? <sighs> so here's what's tough with her. Because yep. I want to put her in that lineup. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everyone talks about she does a lot of botches and like, you know, that she broke Becky's nose that time. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. It happens. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh and that's why I've got a tough time uh with with, with Miss Jax because uh I want to put her in that top tier, but I'm like all everyone talks about is like how she hurts people. Like okay. and so that's why I'm like, I'm not sure that I can put her there. Um okay. You know what my eyes see tell me that she should be there, but mm-hmm. but yeah, all the stuff I'm reading about her hurting people, and you don't, you know, and that's one of those things you don't really know, like you know, yeah. And because uh, I'm like, people could start a rumor that I'm hurting people, and I'm not, um, you know. But I'm like, it would be very easy to start that rumor, and so I'm like, so I don't know. Yeah, then it catches on fire. Right. Right. You know, but and that's something only the workers would know. Exactly. exactly. So yeah. uh, for that reason only, I hesitate to put her on that list. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Oscar. I would definitely put Oscar on that list, though. Yep. Um, oh, and my girl Shayna Baszler. Uh, even no. though she doesn't get pushed well. Nope. But I feel like she's one of the top women they have. Yeah. Great look. Yeah, great look, great in-ring ability, believability. Um, so yeah, so I don't know why they sleep on her. But uh, but yeah, um, with all that being said, uh, the free agent market right now, you know, you got Zack Ryder, I mean, Matt Cardona, um, Jay White, Tomatonga. So there's some some good names out there that'll be interesting to see if they move places. Yep. Um, so that'll be interesting. I'm like, yeah, I guess other than free agent, that was really the biggest wrestling news that this week. Um, I'm going back into the archives of uh, our Instagram page because uh, whenever wrestling news breaks, I try to post it there. And uh, I guess the uh, the other thing this week is the men's elimination chamber is now set. Okay. What's the, what's the, what's the handle for the, the, the Instagram? Oh yeah, the uh, handle for the Instagram folks uh, is at before the three count, and that's before the number three count. And uh, so definitely, folks, get out there, check it out. That's where you'll be able to see uh, our post about what we've been talking about and what we will be talking about. And uh, when wrestling news breaks, um, even though we won't be the ones reporting it, we will be uh, giving it to you. So if you want, you only you don't have to check out all the websites. You don't need to go to PW Insider and to Wrestling Observer and to Dave Meltzer and to Sean Sapp and to What Culture. Just go to Before the Three Count Instagram page, and we will cultivate all that news from those places and put it there for you to see. There you go. So boom, shakalaka. Um, but uh, yeah, um, the men's elimination chamber match is set. It's going to be for the U.S. Championship, and uh, so Austin Theory, the U.S. Champion, is in there. And then you've got Seth Rollins, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano. And my dark horse to win the whole thing, Montez Ford. 
I don't know if I would call him a doctor, but I think I'd be him to, you know. I call him a dark horse only because I, I, he's a tag team guy. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, this might be the uh, the experiment to see how he does as a singles. Johnny got game out. This is you feel like been getting his money's worth. I don't know. Um, so I've never been a big Gargano guy personally. Same yeah. So yeah, so it's uh, you know, so that that's tough for me to judge because I'm like right off the bat. Well, it's not my flavor of ice cream, but that doesn't mean other people don't like it. Right. Um, you know, I don't like coffee ice cream, but uh, it's very popular in the state of Rhode Island. Right. Um. So uh. So I don't know with that one. Um. I did get into so so. Here's my thing with Gargano actually because when he was in NXT. Uh, it was really my first, like, real exposure to him. I thought he was great. Uh, uh, well, and that's what I was going to say. I was like, I started getting into him, like, with his feud with Ciampa. Yep. Because uh, I love Ciampa. And in the feud, I started being like, I get what people see in Gargano. Right. And then he had some great matches with Adam Cole, baby. Right. And really, I was like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, not necessarily for me, but I get it. Right. And then when he started doing The Way, I was like, this man's hilarious. And uh, it was him, Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell, and Candice LeRae. And they were The Way. And right. uh, him and Candice LeRae were doing those vignettes at their house where, like, they would talk normal. Then all of a sudden, it would go black and white. And they'd be, like, talking crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, this is really entertaining. And uh, so I wouldn't mind them getting back to some of that stuff. Well, I uh, even dug the Yeah, yeah. Family. Yeah, yep. That was all fun. Yeah. And him and Loomis are still together, sort of. Yeah. Um, you know, which uh, I don't know where they're going to go with that um, at this point. So uh, that'll be interesting to see because uh, I think Loomis is done with his feud with the Miz. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I, I think Gar <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but I'm like Gargano is best in vignettes and backstage skits. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> his look is bland in the Yeah. Yep. Five foot nothing, hundred and nothing. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of looks like a, you know, kind of a generic guy. Right. Um, you know, he's got a, he's got a charisma to him. Right. Uh, but I think about the airport test and I'm like, if I saw him at the airport, I honestly, I don't think I would think of him as a star of any sort though. I, I would probably think of him as like a college, like athlete of some sort. Like, Oh, is he play lacrosse for some college, college team? Like, Okay. Because uh, I'm like, he's got an athletic build, not big or overly muscular, but athletic. Um, so I'm like, yeah, if I saw him at an airport, uh, I, I imagine him to be wearing a tracksuit for some reason. <laughs> and uh, so that's why I like, think of him as a college team. Or I picture him in like a jean jacket. Um, okay. And either way, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't think of him necessarily as a star. I might think of him as a college athlete. I'm like, he's a good looking guy. Um, 
But yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, he must be a WWE superstar. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, but we'll see what he does in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, I feel like the Elimination Chamber generally favors bigger guys. Okay. And this might be one of the smallest lineups that's ever been in the Elimination Chamber. I agree. Um, so that'll be interesting how they uh, play that out. Um, but but yeah, I'm I'm pulling for Ford. Uh, I, I well, I'm pulling for Ford, and I'm also not pulling for Ford because I feel like if Ford goes on a singles run, Daryl Dawkins is going to get lost in the sauce. Yeah, the genetic. Yeah, and, and I hate that for him because he he's a talented wrestler. I just don't think he shines by himself. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have a lot of personality. Yeah. And Montez Ford has, whew, like, a thousand times personality, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, together, I'm like, oh, they, they, they play off well off of each other. Um, But I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, Ford, I, I think Ford could be that guy, like... I think he could really be the breakout superstar like of WWE like in the next year. Yeah. Um, um, you see him. Uh, have you seen him? No question. When I when I say he could be that guy, I mean he could be that guy. Okay. Um, I think he could work baby or heel. Okay. Uh, I think he's got the look. He's put on more muscle as time has gone on. Okay. Um, and he could even put on more. He could afford another 10, 20 pounds of muscle on his frame easily and not lose his athleticism. You don't think um, that would be I don't think so. Um, at least 10 pounds he could easily put on and not lose his athleticism. Like, it, it's there. Um, and I think possibly even 20. I feel like that happened with Perfect when he got, like, in WCW, he was much bigger than his WWF frame, and you know, I would agree with that. Was perfect, but I, I think Ford Ford's got the uh, the room for it. Like, like not a lot. That's why I'm like ten to twenty, uh, and it lot. might just be ten. Twenty pounds of muscle—that's a lot. That is a lot. You're right. <laughs> so maybe ten. Maybe ten's a better better term. How about five? We could see it. Oh, I see I it. What, you, what is more to the eye? What more? See, I, I think he could afford the weight in his legs. Oh, okay. And that's where I'm like, oh, I'm like five to ten. I'm like ten. You know, I'm like a little bit more weight in the legs, a little bit more in the shoulders. And I'm Jeez. like, and then you, you, I think he could go one on one with Roman and believably beat him. What's his height? He's taller than me by a few inches, so I would bet he's like a good 6'3", maybe oh. even 6'4". And what's Roman? I feel like Roman's 6'5". Okay. So, so yeah, I think they would be nose-to-nose with each other. Yep. Um, you know, Ford, when I, I met him and I did security for him, he would not do the pinkies up. Uh <laughs> But uh, I also think he didn't understand it. I think he thought it was like a weird thing. Yeah. So uh, all good. But uh, but we took a picture together. He was mad cool, as was Dawkins. Uh, they were both together. and They were both mad cool. They were cool with me. Um, but yeah, I'm like, Ford, I, I really do. I think he could be like the guy for the company. 
um, and for a number of years. Okay. And right now, as we're talking about it, you know what match I really want to see? What's that? Montez Ford, Logan Paul. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. They would get that. Yeah, Ford, man, like, I I don't want to sound like I'm all up on his jock, but I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, you could put Ford in there with so many people. And I think it would be good, entertaining matches, good, entertaining promos. What about what you, even though he's in, what you mean? Carmelo Hayes, Melo is money. Um, it's funny, uh, with, with Carmelo, my only, uh, I don't want to say fear for him, but, but for lack of a better term, I'm going to say fear, just his size. Once he gets to the main roster, I don't know how he's going to, you know, I, I mean, he's definitely, I think, going to be a solid, and I don't say this as an insult. Um, I don't want anyone to, like, go back to him and be like, yo, Osiris was talking trash about you, because it's not the case. Um, I say this as a compliment. I think he could be a solid mid-carder. Um, and with a, a U.S. title run even at some point. Uh, the, and the only reason why I'm not saying intercontinental title run at some point is because I feel like with Gunther holding that belt, they're like putting that in a... They're, they're going to really amp up that category. Yep. Um, so, and that's the only reason why I don't see an intercontinental title run for Hayes. But that's possible too. Um, you know, depending on how things go, but uh, but but yeah, I, I see him as a solid mid carder, uh, and holding some gold for sure. I'm like, I would I could see him in a tag team with some gold, yep. um, but but yeah, I and again, I don't say it as an insult because I would say the same thing about Ricochet, like, yep. I don't see Ricochet as a top guy, like, you know, fighting for the world championship, but I see him as a solid top, yep, and that's not a bad thing. Do you like his tag with uh, Strowman? Um, yes and no. <laughs> I think it's a good placeholder for the two of them. Okay. If you don't have anything else for them right now, then yeah, I think that's something. It's fun. They're they're fun together. Okay. Um, it's fun to tag Strowman with smaller people. Um, everybody loves him and Alexa Bliss together. Yep. Um, you know, and I'm not comparing Ricochet to Alexa Bliss by any means. Um, but I'm just saying, I'm like, oh, like the fun is seeing Strowman tag with small people. And like, they, they, like I watched their match from SmackDown last week. Okay. And, um, they did like some tag move where like Strowman basically gives Ricochet a hip toss to the outside onto the other team. (laughs) And it's like, oh, yeah, they can do fun stuff like that. Their finisher is uh, Ricochet stands on Strowman's shoulders mm-hmm. and then does the uh, swanton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so it's like, all right, like you can do fun stuff like that with those two, but there's a shelf life to it. Right. You know, um, but I'm like, right now, I'm like, you've got nothing going for them. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little placeholder. Um, I don't know if they would ever wrestle the Usos, but they could. Um, what's that? Who turns up when they break up? I I was Strowman turns on Ricochet. I just can't picture Ricochet as a heel. Yeah. So yeah, I would have to say Strowman turns on Ricochet um, when they break up, and and that could be that could be a fun fun series of matches. 
yeah. um, contrast of styles. But I think you would see, you know, I think that you, I, I feel like that it's a good contrast of styles, though, to make the match really interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on that. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, speaking of NXT, you've been watching NXT lately? Yeah, this is on. Okay, okay. So, you know, I like the. You know, like a mini for the U.S. Um. Hold on. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like, I am so bad with the current NXT roster. <laughs> uh, NXT. Like outside of Toxic Attraction and Roxy, I don't think yeah. I know anybody else in there. Yeah, they lost against Gallo. Uh, pretty deadly. Um. Uh, uh, I keep Lee. Something Lee. <laughs> I'm like, it's not Keith Lee. It's not uh, Zia Lee. Uh, only has, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll come back to you. Yeah, it, it Will. All yeah. good, all good. I think, uh, right along, you know, starting the day, flying up with the uh, winning, um, which was a great day. You, uh, Wesley. Oh, okay, okay, there we go. North American, North American champ. Okay, okay, Wesley, shout out to him from uh, the Rascals in TNA. Never saw the, I'm sorry, I didn't know he was No, no, he's actually, uh, he was a TNA, well, I guess Impact, I should say. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was him, Trey Miguel, and uh, he who shall not be named. Um, their their third partner, who was also his partner in NXT. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, he uh, due to some controversy, he was released. Um. But uh, but yeah, they are uh, yeah they're from Impact uh, in the Indies. They are not homegrown talent from NXT. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, so good stuff there. Yeah, oh, did you uh, Braun Breaker champ uh, with his defeat over uh, what's his face? Um, I have terrible names this morning. 
Uh, was it Carmelo Hayes? Grayson uh, uh, Waller. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, Bron Brayton. Yeah, right. He's uh, I mean, he's not quite on Roman level, but he's getting there. Yeah, or I mean, not all same thing with um, Gunter level, but but yeah, no, for a while. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, cool. Um, shout out to Triple H for bringing back long title reigns. Yeah, yeah. That is true. That is true. What was the word? Raw champion. Um, who's the raw champion? Bianca. Oh yeah, she's been it for. Did she win it at Mania or was it? I yeah, think she won it at Mania last year. Longest reign on it. Yeah, yeah, she won it at Mania against Becky because Becky came back at SummerSlam the year before. Yep. Won it in like sixty seconds, yep. and then Bianca won it back at Mania after winning the Royal Rumble. Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, she'll have had that for a year coming up. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. But then on the Smackdown Child. Yeah, she just won that back a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So her reign wasn't that long. No, but all good. All good. It's so I funny think, you know, people is like Ronda Lost and She had been off TV uh after her loss. She actually came back on this week's SmackDown. Okay. And uh I'm hoping that we are gonna see her and Shayna Baszler form a nasty tag team. Okay. Cause uh what had happened, Natty had called out Shayna Baszler and uh Shayna came out. And then uh, Natty called Shayna a knockoff Ronda Rousey. Okay. And Shayna was like, I'm no knockoff Ronda Rousey or or something like that. And then Ronda Rousey came out. And then it looked like Rousey was like mad at Shayna Baszler, like being like, oh, like, do you think you're better than me? That kind of thing. It was like, ooh, okay, that could be interesting. But then they attacked Natty. Would you want to approach between those two? Shayna and uh, Ronda um, I'd rather see them team. Okay. And then after like a year of teaming and dominating, I, I wouldn't mind a program. Okay. But first, I would love to see them team together and just dominate the women's tag division. Okay. And if like, they had a program. Could they both be good? Yes, that's a tough one. Um, I, I think timing on that uh, would would be be my determining factor. Okay. Because um, I would say, is Ronda going to be around afterwards? Okay. Because if so, then I would put Ronda over. But if well, not, then I mean, I'm putting Shayna over. Her her MMA career is. Yeah, but she, you know, I feel like Ronda just decides randomly she's going to take time off. Like, she's just gone for, like, long periods. Because she gave birth. Well, yeah, but that's not what happened this time. No, what was it? Was it injury? I, I honestly don't know. I just feel like she was just gone for two months. Like, okay. Um, and uh, so that's why I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. I've, I, 
in my head, I'm like, yeah, Ronda randomly like takes long periods of time off. Okay. So that's why I was just questioning. I'm like, is she going to be around afterwards or not? Okay. But if she is going to be around, then yeah, I put her over. But if not, I'll put Shayna over. Um, my regular inclination would be to put Shayna over. Um, and really, like if they had had a feud a couple years ago, I would have put Shayna over and like really just shot Shayna to the moon yep. and made her like my top woman. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that that's me. How about yourself? What would you have done? I don't really like keep up with either one of the Who would bring more money? Uh, I would. I would. Uh, I feel you. I definitely get behind that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. <clears throat> so with um, I know like we we episode on. That is a fantastic question. Uh, it's funny. I have been. What's up? Have you seen Dynamite Rampage? Not in a couple weeks. I uh, I have been so enthralled with this Bloodline stuff. Yeah. That uh, that's really where my focus has been going. I'm like, what's gonna happen next with with the Bloodline? Uh, so I've been really keeping up with SmackDown. Um, you know, this past week SmackDown, um, it was two weeks since the Rumble, and nobody's heard from Jey Uso. And they were supposed to defend their tag belts. Um, I don't even remember against who now. Uh, that's kind of crazy, but doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, oh, actually, funny enough, it was Strowman and Ricochet. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm remembering like super kicks to a big guy. And I was like, and I'm like, oh yeah, Strowman and Ricochet. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so they were supposed to defend the tag belts. And uh, Joey, Joey Uso? Jimmy, Jimmy Uso. I'm yeah. Sorry, yeah. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad with the names this morning too, apparently. But uh, Jimmy Uso came out by himself. Uh, to wrestle the match. Okay. And then out of the crowd, Jay Uso came. Okay. And uh, so they wrestled the match. They defended the belt. And then Jay went on his own way. Like they, they went to the back, and Jay was like, you know, Jimmy was like, you cool? And Jay's like, yeah. Like I, and Jimmy's like, you win. And Jay's like, I don't know. And then Jay walked away. Yep. And I was like, ooh, okay. And then Jay ran into Sammy. Okay. And Sammy was like, I got your back always. And Jay was just kind of like, yeah. And I was like, ooh, all right. And then Paul Heyman runs into Jimmy. And Heyman says, did you talk to your brother? And Jimmy's like, nah, we didn't talk. And Heyman says, next week, you stay home. Roman's going to be live. And maybe you'll see the things that you can see when you're watching on TV. Okay. Uh, implying, because Roman wasn't there. 
Okay. And so implying that Roman was watching it on TV and saw him talk to his brother. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's like, ooh, where's all this going to go now? Like, you know? And, uh, and you know, you've got the whole Sammy fighting Roman at Elimination Chamber next week. You got the whole Cody thing tied in there, too. Cody and Heyman had a great 17-minute promo this past week on oh Raw. 17 minutes. Jeez. 17 minutes. But uh, but they, they told a story. You know, they, they went back to Dusty being broke, you know, having $100 <laughs> in the bank account to feed the family. And then he got a phone call from Paul Heyman to come do a show for ECW. Is that true? Um, I don't know. I know Dusty definitely did work for ECW. I know that. Really? Yeah. Yep. Because I, I remember okay. that. Okay. Uh, him and Steve Carino did some stuff. And uh, it's funny because in watching the promo, I was questioning it too. I'm like, Dusty was broke. But then I thought about it. And I was like, well, what did Dusty do after like 1998? I thought I saw WCW like you know do similar things like uh like Larry's would do yeah, but I feel like he wasn't there at the end. Well, I mean, probably health, health reasons. Do that. No, Dusty lived a lot longer after that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dusty lived to like 2015. Uh, I don't. In my head, I thought he. I had him passing like early 2000s, but okay. And and that's that's what I'm saying. And that's why I like the promo. But and that's what because I, I started being like, wait, Dusty wasn't around for a period of time. And that I'm like, the baby was broke. I'm like, I don't know how well he saved his money. He was hanging with Flair. Okay. He had the fur coats. He had the Rolex watches. So I'm like, it's possible that that it is true. He might have. But not been in a good spot and you know he did the ECW show and you know and really it was after ECW went out of business that TNA started and Dusty started working in TNA really yeah was like uh in the in the back or as a performer um not as a wrestler but okay. as the on air I want to say he was like the commissioner okay so on air personality yeah yeah Okay. And uh, the only thing I really remember from that time period was he did some sort of uh, he was making matches and like spanking Tracy Brooks for like no reason, <laughs> like hilarious. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, he was like the commissioner for a while there, um, and then he went to WWE um, as a coach. Okay. For NXT. Um, and so, and Heyman, so, so again, the, 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 you know, this promo between Heyman and Cody, so Cody's putting Heyman over, like, you know, you gave my dad, like, the confidence he needed to get back in the workforce and, like, blah, 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 you know, get back on his feet, and and Heyman's, like, Heyman had a tear in his eye and everything, and he's, like, wow, like, that's amazing, he's, like, and then Dustin, and now Heyman's talking, he's, like, you know, and your dad went on to NXT, and your dad, like, coached the greats. Like, you know, your dad coached Seth Rollins. Your dad coached Kevin Owens. Your dad coached Roman Reigns to be the greatest wrestler of all time. But your dad never coached you. It was like, ooh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh... 
So it was, it was just good, good stuff, back and forth, good storytelling. Um, I'm curious to see because uh, it's going to be interesting how WWE handles Sammy's name being so over. Yep. Because even during Cody's uh, speech, the crowd was chanting Sammy. And they, Cody, uh, Cody had to acknowledge him. I was going to say, yeah, today's Sammy. I, I think that I don't know. I don't know how you do it. And because uh, Cody even. What's that? Do it the Vince McMahon way, squash him. <laughs> You could, but I don't know what the crowd revolt like they did with uh, Blue Tista. What happened? Uh, when uh, Batista won that Royal Rumble and okay. the crowd was booing him and they were like, oh, they're chanting Blue Tista. <laughs> what? what was Rumble blue gear. <laughs> uh, that was the year that uh, Daniel Bryan um, went on to win at WrestleMania, win the title. Oh, okay. But uh, but yeah, Batista won the Rumble. It was supposed to be Batista going to WrestleMania winning the belt. Um, uh, and yeah, but they were booing Batista. Man, and Michael Cole was like, "I think they're saying blue, blue Batista because he's wearing blue." Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so I'm like, it's it's a it's a tricky balance. But technically, if, if they did squash Amy. Uh, oh yeah yeah anymore so like you're pretty much not really losing nothing in, in that regard you're absolutely right but i mean number one i i feel like wrestlemania sold out based on people expecting the rock to be there <laughs> true and uh so now you don't have that so you want to make sure you give the people something good and uh, that's why I'm like, it's a pull with Vince McMahon. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> no, they gotta come either way. You tell the people yeah. what they want. Yeah, like I said, people it's on the network, so you don't have to worry about buy buy rates anymore. Very true. Very true. Uh, Premium live event. Exactly. And they've already sold out the the gate for the arena. So yep. So and not really hearing anything. I don't know though because you, you, you got SummerSlam around the corner you still got to sell that out because that's going to be uh, at Ford Field in, in Michigan oh really yeah okay is that where like the Lions play or I believe so okay so so that's got a that's probably holds a good 50 60,000 okay okay so you need to have something good going into SummerSlam you don't want people to be mm -hmm. angry yeah, but that's what you got. All right, so you got Mania, and then back, and then yeah. Oh, you got Money in the Bank in between those. Yeah, so Money in the Bank in July going to be in London, which there you can have either you know Cody or Sam or get the the bank and go you know keep that in their pocket. Try that the title. That's true. That's true. Could do some different things there. Yeah. Do you Roman? Um, I don't know. Okay. 
Oh, we know definitely it's gonna be Cody. It's gonna be one of them, Roman, but like, who's? And that's that's a good question. Um, and I guess we'll find out more after Elimination Chamber because uh, so it's gonna be Roman and Sammy at Elimination Chamber. Um, and it's interesting because Cody had to acknowledge. So you know, Cody's promo, the crowd chant Sammy. So he had to acknowledge, and he was like, "I might be wrestling Sammy Zayn at WrestleMania." <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's like my path isn't clear. He's like I know I'm going to WrestleMania, but I don't know against who. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. Not likely, but you know, no, no, no. no. It'd be interesting. It will be. Um, if I'm booking, I have Roman win everything. Oh, um, especially because now you've got baby faces that people care about. You could actually get Roman some heel heat. Yeah, which is actually strange because baby faces, you know, like yeah. So I'm like, and I feel like with baby faces nowadays, especially like people prefer the chase. Yep. Like I'm trying to remember, there was some baby face that won a belt, and the, oh, Kofi. Everyone loved the chase. His mania moment. Yeah. Like everyone loved that, but then once that was over, like they weren't really behind him. Yeah, it was a very short, short reign too. It was. And, uh, I mean, he didn't need to lose to Brock in ten seconds or whatever he lost to him. Yeah. Um, he could have at least had a competitive match. But I'm like, yeah, the people, the, these fans are fickle. And yeah, they, they will drop you like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When is um the EC? Uh, next week. Okay. Saturday the eighteenth. Okay. Okay. Uh, that you mean this week? Yeah, yeah, this week, especially yeah. If you're listening to the podcast right now, yeah, today's the twelfth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be later this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you think? Uh, you think yeah, I think I, 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 I'm going to put it out there right now. Montez Ford with the frog splash off of the chamber, either for him to win or so, like he hits it on somebody and somebody like tosses him and they win. Okay. But but I'm predicting it now. Put it out there into the ethos. We are going to see that match end with the Montez Ford frog splash off the top of the chamber. Okay. And okay. hopefully nobody gets injured like when RVD did it. Really? Yeah. Who got injured? Triple H. What, what was the injury? RVD landed on his throat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So no bueno. So what was uh, the, like, virus yeah, it was. I want to say it was like a bruised larynx. Okay. Or something like he couldn't talk for like a week or so. Okay. But like, ended up being okay. Like, I mean, obviously, we know, yeah, he ended up being okay. He had a long, illustrious career after that. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, like, he couldn't talk for like a week or so or something like that. So it was like. Okay. You know. Okay. okay. Speaking of uh, guys when I'm RBG. Yeah, I mean RVD. He, uh, 
RVD he, has an interesting build, I feel like. Yeah, but he was like super athletic and his five star frog splash got super high. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know? Not as much as Ford. But super Do you think high. because Van Dam looked every year, so Possibly. And it's funny, I'm like, we'd really have to watch them side by side to get an idea. Yeah. Of who's better, and but I'm just like, oh, my head like Ford like jumped off of the TV. Okay. Uh, okay. But but RVD did get a lot of height, and I mean they they used to say no one gets higher than RVD, so I'm like, no, we should give him his props and see, see them both in comparison. I mean, he's you know one that pushed the needle, like everybody, especially when he gave you the pentameter. Yes. Everybody's now doing uh, one you know, across the ring. Yeah, the no, RVD was like a pioneer of so yeah. many moves. Yeah, which is, yeah, low-key doesn't give you... No, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right on that. Which is funny. Um, and I think some of that just has to do with timing and like... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if he didn't get busted in WWE when he was champion, yeah. he, he would have had a longer title run and maybe he would just get a little bit more recognition. Do you think he was better than WWE? Oh, definitely better in WWE. Um, I always thought his ECW match so much better than WWE. I thought his WWE match was very, like, like, and I understand what you're saying. And I guess my only thing to that, I feel like WWE gave his match a structure. Because I okay. go back and watch his ECW stuff now, and I'm like, oh, like you can see a lot of sloppiness in there. Really? I yeah. thought he was bigger than ECW I beg to differ. Okay. When I go back and watch it, like I'm like, oh, like I don't remember this sloppiness, but like I see it, and, and it's just little things that are just it's kind of like raw in the moment because you can tell he's trying stuff out. Okay. Like uh, like his run along the uh, guardrail. Okay. Which, number one, in WWE, they've got better guardrails there. They've got that whole, like, barricade system, you know? Right. So it's easier right. to run along that. But, but yeah, he, he tries it in ECW and he slips, like, you know? Okay. But okay. It's, it's probably his first time ever trying it, too, like, you know? Because he definitely hits it also later, like, you know? Okay. So it's, and that's why I say I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's fair to judge, but I'm like, I feel like in WWE, like everything was just like they were like, oh, like here's your structure. Okay. So he wasn't just trying stuff, although I'm sure he was still trying some stuff. <laughs> Did he ever do a Van Terminator? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. If he did, I don't remember it because uh, I feel like at that point that was Shane's move. That's crazy, right? Because Shane was definitely the first one to introduce that in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. So hilarious when you think about it. You're like, I did this one. I did it originally. I come with another promotion. I can't use it. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> the boss was fun. Did who? I was saying, did that happen a lot? But guys will debut a promotion to another and can't use it. I don't think so. I feel like for the most part, guys kept their stuff. Okay. Um, although it's funny, I'm like, what would happen, I think, is guys would be told to change things. 
Um, not necessarily because someone else uses it, but just like uh, as an example, Lex Luger, um, I feel like uh, he wasn't using, he, you know, he used the torture rack in WCW. Right. And then uh, he came to WWE and he was using the, the bionic forearm. Wow, who else had the torture rack in WWE? Uh, well, I don't think anyone else had it. And that's why I was saying, I'm like, I think they just wanted him to have a different move. I don't think they liked the torture rack for whatever reason. It's a very painful submission look, uh, looking move. It is. And uh, and I don't know if they felt WWE guys were too big. They didn't want them like up like that or or why they wanted him to do the elbow or, or not the elbow, it was a forearm. I was going to say, uh, with the torture rack, do you think um, he uh, uh, that was like a legit shoot that you had um, the other guy helps get, get up. And uh, the other guy taking the move, he helps get up there. He put on big, big guys. And I'm like, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. And, and Luger, I mean, obviously looking at him, he was a very strong guy. So yep. he probably could get some guys up there, no problem, even if they weren't helping. You, you think those, you think those uh, weren't show, show muscles? Um... Nah, Luger played football. Oh, okay. He, uh, I want to say for the Chicago Bears. Okay. Um, I might be wrong on that, but for some reason that's in my head. Okay. And uh, so I'm like, uh, I mean, like if you're coming from football, you 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 can. You, that's not just for show. That's also for go. Okay. I was gonna say, do you do you, <laughs> which wrestlers do you come to your mind that? <laughs> um. I mean, the first thought is Hogan. <laughs> for, for what? Show strength? Show muscles. Okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. When I think of strength, um, I think Claudio Castagnoli, uh, okay. a.k.a. Cesaro. Okay. Um, I think John Cena. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Um, Big E. Okay. Um... Ron Simmons. Okay. Vader. Okay. Um, yeah, those are definitely guys I think of when I think of strength. All right. Um, it's funny. Here's a guy who should be thought of as strength, mm-hmm. but I bet most people think of him as just show muscles. Mm-hmm. Simply ravishing Rick Rude. No, I think people have him from strength, especially when you heard about his, you know, uh, backstage or like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what what I'm talking because I'm like, oh, you hear that stuff, and you're like, oh, this dude, he was that guy. Yeah. But uh, but I feel like you know fans probably, especially at that time, probably looked at him and like, oh, like he looks kind of skinny and like. Okay. The perm. All right. Well, I'll throw some names on you for for either show or strength muscle. Sure. Um, all right. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Brutus Barber. I'm gonna guess show. Okay. Okay. Um, JBL. Um, I don't. I feel, I feel like he's also a football guy. <laughs> okay. And so based on that, I'm gonna say go. I mean, number one, he's not someone you really think of with muscles. Okay. Um, but I'm like, I think he's a football guy, and so just based on that. I'm talking about like his act like days when him and Ron Simmons. You're like, he, 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 
Actually, even then, I'm like, no one was messing with him. Mm. So I'm like, there must be a reason for that. <laughs> um, uh, Eddie Guerrero. I feel like show. I okay. I feel like okay. Um, like I don't mm. picture Eddie throwing up crazy numbers like in the gym. Okay, okay. Uh, same thing with Benoit. I could more so see Benoit throwing up numbers, but I still don't picture it. I think his would probably show as well. I think he was like, this is what I need to do to get a push. Dynamite? Same thing, show muscles for sure with Dynamite. Okay, okay. Uh... Oh, hold you, you ready for who can go? Yeah. And uh, Bianca Belair. They said that she's when she was in NXT, um, they would do the uh, NXT Combine, and she would, like, smash men's and women's records. Well, she was a collegiate athlete, too. Yeah, yeah. Yep, big time. What about Macho Man? I think he was show. I don't picture him okay. going too hard in the gym, okay. too heavy. Okay. Uh, Dino Bravo. He was go. Uh, I feel like he was benching 500 pounds. Okay. Okay. Uh, you may have told He was go. For okay. sure. He, he still benches heavyweight. Shiki uh, baby. He was go. Uh, okay. He did those Persian clubs. And uh, okay. and that was legit. But was that like a legit thing? Or was, or was that gimmick for the street? No, they say that was legit. But that, and, but I mean, with taking like secondhand, like we could be the same. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, but I believe he was a legit Olympic athlete for Iran. I thought he was the coach for the wrestling team. Was, was that what it was? He was a coach. Yeah. So yeah, either way, like that. I mean, you must have some sort of level of legitimacy to be at that level. Okay. And okay. did he bodyguard for Saddam Hussein briefly? I think so. Yeah, so I'm like, if you're if you're at that level, you know, you you, you probably can go. Okay, okay. And you've probably seen some things and explains why he became a drug addict. Okay, okay. Um, like that's kind of like really. I'm I'm really thinking about that right now. Yeah. Like, talk about a life. Like, you you coach the the Iran uh, Olympic team. Yeah. You, you were a bodyguard for Saddam Hussein. You you were a WWF world champion. You, you lost it to Hogan, like setting off Hulkamania. Did you see that biography movie that he uh, that they did on him? No, I don't even know they did one on Sheik. Yeah, um, it's really good. It, it breaks down. Let me see. Let me Google what the title was. Yeah, definitely check that out, Sheiky baby. And like, like really uh, like that. Uh, okay. Crazy. Yeah. But um, what about uh? I just lost uh, the rest of the name. Uh, you already said Bravo. Oh, uh, what about Jesse Ventura? I think he was for show, and I think he would say that. Although I don't, he was a Navy SEAL though. True. So I'm like, oh, if you're a Navy SEAL, you you, you got to be able to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and actually, as we're talking about it, now I'm trying to remember who it was that played the joke on who on the set of Predator. Uh-huh. Because um, it was either Jesse did this to Arnold or Arnold did it to Jesse. Uh-huh. Uh, but one of them, like, had the tailor, like, say their arms were bigger than they were to, like, mess with the other guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I'm trying to think of any other big guys that had the look, but we, um, oh, um, gender, gender, gender Bahal. Yeah, I've watched his workouts. He can go. Okay. He trained with Chris Cavallini, who is a renowned personal trainer on the West Coast. Okay. Um. Actually, I think he might be. In, I'm not sure if he's on the West Coast or Florida. I'm like, he's somewhere very sunny and warm. Okay. And uh, I've, I've seen his videos training Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal is pushing some heavy weights and uh, doing some unique exercises, some mobility stuff. So I'm going to say Jinder can go. Drew McIntyre? I'm guessing he can go. He, he looks like he's a thick dude that, that pushes around some heavy weight, I think. Yeah, but isn't that dropping to show muscles then? To say that you have, it could, but with him, with McIntyre specifically, I feel like he can go. I don't know that, but I'm guessing. So that well, then that would be more show than if you don't know. We just basing off of his look. I'm not just basing it off his look though. Like I'm basing it off of what I perceive him, the, the type of person I perceive him to be. And that <laughs> that might be because yeah, he wears a kilt and swings a sword. Yeah, but well, a the sword is gimmick because it's been saying <laughs> thing. So it's still based off of his look. If if he if Drew looked like Fashion Booker, you want to say that? True. <laughs> All right, so, so we're, we're, we're gonna put you in the show. All right, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I don't well, know. Seamus. Seamus can go. Seamus has a whole uh, workout series on YouTube. Okay. And uh, he hangs with Big E. He hangs with John Cena. Okay. So, uh, Sheamus can go. Bobby Lashley. I feel like he can go. Um, dude is a legit wrestler. Um, he, he was a military guy. So, based on those things, I'm like, yeah, I bet bet he can go. And I uh, want Kevin- he's undefeated in MMA. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Kevin Nash. Show and Nash would say that himself, okay. <laughs> wow, you were quick with that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel comfortable with it because, like I said, Nash, I think Nash would say so himself, okay. Okay, uh, Scott Hall, show, okay. Um, and I think Nash would say so himself. <laughs> what about what about what about that, that that might have been a little different during that time period. Okay. I'm not sure, but but yeah, as things went on, definitely um, Hall did less and less for his body. Um, had some good genetics, thankfully. Because um, yeah. Nash says uh, when him and Hall got to WWE, neither of them were doing uh, the juice. Okay. Um, and I'm like, you look back at them, I'm like, they both look great. So, good for yeah. them. Um. I think he implied that they had done it before. 
Well, I can definitely see what Scott Hall like he's doing. Huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, you know. Jack Norman. Right? Like, like all pumped up. Too, so it makes him like, yeah. Totally. What about um Big Cash? Um, I don't know. So I guess we'll put him in show. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm not too sure. Oh, I know who I will put in go. Who's that? Um, Killer Cross. Although, right now, and Killer, if you are listening to this, for any reason, don't beat me up. But you are not in the shape that you used to be. I don't know if you're hurt. I don't know if you're sick. You know, so I'm not mad at you. But I'm stating you're not in the shape that you used to be. And it was a year ago this time where yep. you were inspiring me because uh, I was watching videos of Killer Cross deadlifting 400 and something pounds. Okay. And I was like, wow. I'm like, if he's putting up those kind of numbers, I should be putting up something good too. <laughs> well, is he looking small now, you saying? Um, he's looking soft. I don't want to say small. I want to say soft. Okay. Um little bit of a belly going um and just yeah so i don't know what's going on that's why i'm like he might be sick he might be hurt might not be able to train the way he should i, I don't okay. i don't know but but yeah he doesn't look his usual self what about the, the big show <sighs> i don't know I, I can't even picture a big show in the gym okay. like okay. i'm like can he fit under the equipment <laughs> okay all right did you did you mention vader Yes, I said Vader can go. Okay, okay. Vader was a legit strong guy. I think he played for the Rams. Ye possibly. I'm pretty sure. Uh, what was uh, Gallows? Um, Doc Gallows? Yeah. I'm going to say show, and I think he would say that too, brother. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, those are the only names we want to talk yeah, no, that was a good, good, fun list. And uh, I'm trying to, off the top of my head, oh, I mean, the one person we, I don't know how we didn't acknowledge this man, the Tribal Chief. Ah, yes. I think he could go. Um, he's a football guy as well. Okay. And uh, I really enjoyed his stuff with Strowman. Where okay. They, uh, this was a few years ago now. I mean, we're talking probably 2018, 2019. Yep. But uh, him and Strowman had some really hard-hitting matches, and I remember thinking to myself, yeah, Roman's, Roman's holding his own against Strowman here. What about um, The Rock? The Rock's also a football guy. I I have to assume he can go. You think that's not our show? Um, I mean, maybe at this point. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know because I'm like all I, all Wait. we ever see is like I feel like him with chains wrapped around his neck. Like, I'm just saying, did you follow his like Instagram train out regimen? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's like chains and stuff. So so it might just be show at this point. Okay. He just uh, might... Another guy you see you saw his uh, workout was um, Scott Steiner, the big bad booty daddy. I've oh, got his workout DVD somewhere in my my collection here. When he got the goatee, was that show muscles or real muscles compared to his collegiate tag team day? I'm going to say show muscles in comparison. Okay. Definitely in comparison. Um, but with that being said, 
uh, on his workout DVD, unless unless it's gimmick weights, which it might be, because at one yeah. point he's like lifting like a log for some reason. <laughs> or no, it's not even a log. It's a tire axle. That's what it is. It's a tire axle. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I just ripped this off a cop. <laughs> like he's like doing curls with it. <laughs> So like, saying, it could be a given. You think his, his strength was legit at that point? Oh, no play. question. Okay. You, you watch early Scott Steiner stuff. And here's the thing. A lot of people, because everyone's like, oh, like he was jacked as, you know, the big bad booty daddy. He was jacked as Scott Steiner. He was. But like, not as big. Not as, but he was big. Like it was like the Billy Gunn thing. Like you don't realize it until you realize it. Yeah. Uh, good segue. Billy Gunn. What do you think? Um... That's funny. <laughs> I was about to be like, "Oh man, he's like a ranch hand." I'm sure that's the real muscle, but I'm like, <laughs> but that was just a gimmick. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, it might be show muscles with him. Um, okay. I don't know. Although I feel like I've heard two people talk about his uh, his handshake <laughs> his and hand- say, it, saying like he's got one of them handshakes where you like he just grabs your whole hand and like pulls you in. Oh, okay. So that might be some go muscles on him. Okay. And uh, he's a funny one because, again, like, you don't realize how big he is. Um, you know, I showed you that clip the other day yep. from uh, TNA, and he's standing next to Booker T looking big. You think Booker? Show it legit. I'm going to say Booker T can go because uh, I heard about him and Batista in the back. Okay. And he's uh, another one? Show Batista's all show, baby. Okay. Um, and I say that based on stories I heard when I was at OVW. Okay. And they say Lesnar used to mess with Batista. Batista used to always have a cold, like have some sort of excuse to not help out with things. Okay. So, okay. so that tells me it's all show. Whereas Lesnar, one <laughs> one time just to mess with him, they told Lesnar he couldn't put the ring up by himself. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he did it. <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, Bruno. Uh, I think Bruno was like a legit strong man, like for back in the yeah. day. He looked yeah, like that barrel old, chest. Old school pile of the build. Yeah, yep. You know. So, yeah, he's all go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing. Like, if you, as a, as a, like, if you, a book, we play fantasy book, uh, we have show or we have literature. I mean,. It's wrestling, so really all that matters is the look. You don't actually have to be strong. But if people don't believe it, when that, I mean, obviously it worked for Hogan. He's like the best example. Like, he had a show to, like, go to the company. But, you know, you got to get a show. But, and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think that's more important now. Okay. At that time, though, I mean, all that mattered was if you had the look, no one knew any different. Okay. Um, in the day of Hogan and everything. And superstar Billy Graham. He oh, was that's also another guy. So legit. Um, I'm going to put him in both. He was sort of like the the, the, the blueprint for Hogan or like China as far yeah. as like look. Yes. And uh, superstar, I'm going to put him in both. And okay. a part of that is because... Uh, I don't know if they gimmick the weights because there are pictures of him like lifting like 500 pounds. Okay. Um, so if that's legit, then I mean, obviously he could go. Okay. But if it was the work, then I, then it's just show. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. 
And that was tough, like, about that time period especially. Because, yeah. um, like, um, like bod- they talk about the bodybuilding during that time period. Like, you never saw bodybuilders in their off-season. Like, they would take pictures only when bodybuilders were in shape, and they would use those pictures all year round. Really? You never saw them on the off-season? No. Not back then. Okay. And, um, and so, and it was only magazine coverage, you know? So, so yeah, they would just for like three months of the year they would take pictures like while they, these guys were in shape and just use those pictures all year round. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it, it's tough to judge what you know what was real, what wasn't back then. Well, I was about to say um, since you mentioned the Rock, what about the pop star, Soul Man? Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. So I'm curious, what do you think about his tag line? Um, I, I think he was probably go. Because um, you, you even look at him, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 15 when uh, he did a run in to save the rock. Okay. And uh, he still looked big and like like he could throw down. Yeah, but that's still, once again, show muscles, right? Not at that age and stage, I feel like. But unless you see him like actually, you know, you know Looking at it is different than playing the part. For sure. But I feel like I feel like when you have go muscles, like you stay big. But okay. when you have show okay. muscles, like you lose okay. it. Yeah. True. Very true. You know? Um, um, you know, and I don't know what his supplement routine was like in the day or yeah. even as he got older. Yeah. Um, but I just, I remember seeing him at WrestleMania 15 and thinking, like, yeah. wow, like he's old, but like he still looks big and like he could throw you around. Okay. Okay. Well, what about your man, um, uh, Sheldon Benjamin? Oh, uh, I would have to assume he can go. Um, that's some college prime athlete right there. What about Angle? Um, mixture of both. And I think Angle would say that. Well, what uh, version of Angle are we talking about? first started like into the like the last year um well when he had a head full of hair I think he was a mixture of both okay um and part of that I'm gonna say is because Angle just recently talked about he had a UFC offer oh. um coming out of the Olympics Okay. okay. Um, and he turned it down. He got into pro wrestling. And yep. then when he left WWE, he got another UFC offer. Okay. Um, and that was going to be a one-fight deal. Uh, he turned okay. that down. And then they gave him one other offer later to uh, coach the Ultimate Fighter against Kimbo Slice. And that would have led to a fight with those two. Okay. Uh, which would have been interesting. And he ended up turning that down as well. But he said okay. if he fought in UFC, he would have fought in light heavyweight because his natural weight is 200 pounds. Okay. What was his weight in um, wrestling? For wrestling? I mean, he got up to like 230-something at one point at his oh, biggest. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. What about um Shamrock? Oh, I would have to say go. I mean, just based on his UFC early days. Okay. Um, but he might be another one kind of like Angle that yeah. uh, he got to WWE and didn't have any drug testing and kind of blew up a little bit. Okay. 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 All right. All right. 
interesting. But yeah, like you said, uh, if you play for this book, you'd rather have it. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, it doesn't matter, I think, because really the most important thing is the look in pro wrestling. But I'm like, if, if I've got to pick one or the other, I want you to be able to go because, like... You can have some amazing moments, like Cena, like, you know, giving Big Show the F you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, you said has show. That guy, uh, Big Show? And almost paralyzed him? No, nah, I thought he got him all the way up. I thought he dropped him on his head. Nah, I don't know. You have to go. go. You can yeah, we'll definitely have to go back, check the archives on that. We'll discuss that next week because uh, I'm pretty sure he almost dropped him on his head. Forgot uh, Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg could go. Yeah. I mean, Goldberg was picking everybody up. Jackknife? Big Show? I think he did. Okay. So, yeah, so Goldberg could definitely go. Um, his later years, I think, may have been different. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I you don't hold anybody. Um, Davey Boy, uh, I that was quite impressive. Yes. And you can work with that. to hold up like that? Yes, yes. Because, yeah, that takes some core strength to, to keep your body straight. Yeah, but if you look at, you know, Big Man Vader's uh, core, it wasn't muscular. <laughs> well, uh, it might have been muscular underneath a layer. Like, oh, a, uh, like a grizzly bear. <laughs> so do you think to get Vader up like that, did the Vader jump or was that Davey oh, Boy? Yeah. yeah, Vader jumped and, and Davey Boy was strong enough to then hold him up. Okay. okay For look- sure. What's that? Yeah, no, Vader definitely Vader helped him up. Okay. You know, um, it wasn't like a straight deadlift up. Is okay, yeah, Vader. Okay. Vader planted his hand and helped get, get himself in a position. But all props to Davy Boy for holding him up there. Yeah, because he was a perfect uh, straight up. It wasn't like he was leaning towards one side. No, no. So, so definitely good, good stuff on both men's part. Yeah. So that also, right? Amazing. Really is. Really is. With, yeah, uh, baby boy, he he could go. Uh, who, baby? Yeah. It's amazing. Like when he was. Oh, he was like, 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 but uh, um, I don't know. I'd have to really think about that. Oh, uh, it was, uh, Marcus Bagwell. Bagwell. Uh, I'm gonna say all show. <laughs> 
you know, you believe I don't think so, especially uh, looking at him nowadays. He looks like an accountant. Oh, what? Yeah. Which, uh, shout out and props, though, to Buff, because uh, he got over a bad drug issue. Um, at least I assume it to be drugs. Might have been alcohol, but he was in some kind of rehab and addiction. Wasn't it pills? That's what I would assume. Um, because that I feel like guys of that era, that was their deal. Yeah, they were all about. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he is out. Um, and he looks good. Like I said, he looks like an accountant. He's a lot smaller. He's got gray hair now. Okay. Um, but but good for him though for dealing with his issues and coming out of it better. Um, and shout out to DDP because I think DDP is the one that like put him through. So you know, DDP, the the Jesus of pro wrestling, he heals lives. But <laughs> so you went through the the yoga program. I don't know that he went through the yoga program, but he went through the DDP like is going to get you off drugs program, just like he did for Jake the Snake and Scott Hall. Okay. Which uh, is crazy to think about. I'm like, yeah, like DDP would like put these people in his house and just like help them get off drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I I believe he and Kimberly ended up getting divorced, which is a shame. Um, But I have to wonder, I'm like... Was she was she like getting frustrated? Like, oh, like why are these guys coming to live with us? Yeah, like yeah, Jake probably. tells stories of uh, when Jake was younger. Uh, Jake lived with them for a short period of time as well. Okay, and like this is back when he had the snake, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, I put the snake in the bathtub like to rest. He's like, and then I pass out, and then like DDP's like waking me up, like, where's the snake? Like, Kimberly's gonna be home soon. She's gonna kill us. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, crazy. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything in the AEW this week? Um, I'm never watching any shows, but anything like on the movie. Yeah, let's see what's going on in AEW. So, uh, Brian Danielson, uh, he just beat Roosh, and what I heard was a really good match. Um, and so it's a fit. What's that? You said Rush? Roosh. How you spell that? R-U-S-H. Yeah, isn't that Leo Rush? No, it's Roosh from Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay. The, uh, I want to say he's the cousin of Bandito. Okay. Or something like that. And, uh, and he's a member of Los Ingobernables. Okay. Uh, with Tetsaito Naito, um, but uh, but yeah, Roosh uh, and Brian Danielson, I understand, tore the house down, and that officially sealed Brian Danielson a spot in an Iron Man match with MJF at their next pay per view. I like the MJF at Heavyweight. I haven't watched enough of it. Um, I need to, and in fact, um, uh, this now that I am completely caught up on WWE, uh, I'm going to be spending this week catching up on AEW. Um, and so, yeah, next week's uh, episode, I will give more info on my thoughts on MJF as well as just more info on AEW as a whole. Because, yeah, I'm going to do some binge watching this week. Okay. Okay. Faux show. Uh, 18th, the EC Olympics. 
Yeah, should be a uh, big night. The bloodline uh, storyline. Yeah, I- I'm so curious um, what happens with Roman and Sammy because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody's curious uh, where-, where things go here. Um, next week's oh and this is the other thing um so the because i was about to be like oh next week smackdown is going to be in canada um because the, the elimination chamber is going to be in canada um what's that is in montreal yeah in montreal and uh the usos will not be there because they've got duis so they can't get into canada so i don't know uh, how long did those last for on their record I feel like that's a lifetime ban. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, you get a DUI, you are never getting into Canada. And they have several of them, too. Yeah, yep. This is one. Yeah, right exactly. Choice. Right choice. To not be allowed into the country? Yo, for uh, DUIs? Yeah. I mean, I don't I I kind of get it. Like, because that's a horrible, like, like, in all honesty, I'm like, eh, I'm like, I don't want to be hypocritical uh, because I'm like, I've definitely driven where I probably could have failed a alcohol, a uh, breathalyzer test. Okay. Um, I don't think I would have failed a, a sobriety test. Okay. So when I say I don't want to be hypocritical, I'm like, I do think driving impaired is probably the worst thing you can do because right. uh, you could kill somebody. Right. Um, doing that, um, and I mean, yes, the both Usos have multiple DUIs, and I think they were very high um, failures. Like it wasn't like, oh, you just squeaked it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but I don't know that that deserves you to be banned from a country for life. I mean, if you you know you gotta own up to your responsibilities, or lack of it, you know, of uh, responsible. Like it's not one DUI that they both have. No, you know what? You're you're absolutely right, and they uh, clearly didn't yeah. learn the lesson the first time. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, can't cry over spilled milk. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but I'm curious, how does that impact the story as well? Because I'm like, oh, how do yeah, uh, working around that. Right. Um, you know, they've already, you know, Heyman, Heyman already set it up with Jimmy, being like, oh, stay at home and, you know, watch it on TV. Yeah. Um, so, like, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you're you're not going to have any interference or Jay yeah. in this match. I still have Solo involved. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, yeah, like, what is the Jimmy Jay... Uh, what does that dynamic look like for, for this coming week? Yeah. So, yeah, I am so curious because I honestly, this whole time until we started talking about it now, I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they have Jay turn on Sammy at Elimination Chamber. Um, and that way, Roman keeps the belt and you can quietly move on to Sammy and Kevin against the Usos. And so the people aren't like, I think the people would be fine with that because they would be like, oh, like, now we want Sammy to get his revenge on Jay. Yep. And so now you could do that and you could have Cody and Roman and not have any issues yep. in the middle. But yeah. but now that we're talking about it, I'm like, well, the Usos won't be there, so that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
It'll it's be just, interesting. Uh, go, 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 go around. Yeah, you know, so it's gonna this whole thing is really interesting how it's all playing out. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's Great true. storytelling. Um we, we discussed uh, off air that you had a uh, show uh well, showcase cinema uh, I said cinema. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, let folks know uh, how it went? Yeah, Showcase Pro Wrestling. Uh, they are back up and running, doing doing the thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, they uh, they just had uh, another show last night in Franklin, Massachusetts. And as I'm thinking about it, I would love for there to be Showcase Pro Wrestling at Showcase Cinema. Um, right? Like, I'm like I, you couldn't do a live show there. There's not enough room. But yeah. um, closed circuit TV, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like back in the day, uh, that'd be kind of interesting. Um, but I, although I do think, actually, as we're talking about, I, I'm pretty sure AEW does their pay per views available at movie theaters. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I might have to check that out sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something different, you know. See, see wrestling on a big screen like that. And, but my fear is, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be around that kind of audience <laughs> for, for three, four hours. Just uh, saying. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Showcase Pro Wrestling. <laughs> they did a fundraiser in Franklin, Massachusetts last night uh, for the uh, Franklin cheerleaders who are going to Orlando, Florida for a competition. Yeah. And uh, they were able to raise a lot of money for them, so that was awesome. Uh, John Cena was on the show. Um, it was John Cena Sr., but John Cena, just the same. Really, he's the first, the original. Uh, so, so that was cool to see him on the show. Um, he had some kind words for me. Uh, he and I, we've known each other for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so so that was cool uh, seeing him, hearing some nice compliments. And, uh, you know, I had a match with the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Champion, Nick Diamond. Okay. And uh, he and I have been uh, establishing a feud at Showcase. I should say he and Osiris. I, I do like to separate Osiris and GA West. Um, because Osiris is a little bit more violent um, and not appropriate for TV. Um, whereas G.A. West, who is the co-host of the show, uh, is a little bit nicer uh, person. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Osiris and Nick Diamond had a feud, or are having a feud, and uh, last night was the continuation of such... For the, you know, so last week, Osiris beat Nick Diamond in a non-title match. Last night was a match for the title. Uh, Osiris there with his manager. Osiris was rocking and rolling um, in this match. He could, could out of frustration, grabbed his Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Championship title belt, went to hit Osiris with it. Osiris ducked. Hit Nick Diamond with the deadly combination. We don't have a name for it yet, but it is uh, two strikes to the body, two strikes to the face, followed by a spinning backhand. Um, Cyrus hit that, and then was setting him up for uh, the victory. 
Nick Diamond was able to uh, work his way into his jumping DDT move, um, which was pretty devastating. And uh, while the ref was checking on Osiris, because Nick Diamond went for the three count but couldn't quite get it, again, he was frustrated. The ref was checking on Osiris. Nick Diamond went to grab the title belt, but William Miles, the third ref, the ref turned around, saw Willie with the belt. The ref went to throw Willie out while the ref was doing that. Nick Diamond pulled some kind of spike out of his knee pad uh, and spiked Osiris with it, knocking him out cold. And then uh, at that point, it was elementary. I mean, Nick Diamond could have easily got the the one, two, three win, but uh, he wanted to, to uh, set an example. So he put Osiris in his patented cross-based chicken wing. That Nick Diamond has been putting on everybody as of late. Uh, referees, commissioners. He took out the Sarge uh, with, with that chicken wing. Sarge is now walking around in an arm brace. So, uh, so yeah. So, Nick is uh, getting this move here. And he locked Osiris in it after Osiris was already knocked out. So, the ref came over, saw that Osiris was knocked out, and uh, declared Nick Diamond the winner. Um, by submission, although really it was by knockout. And uh, it was then announced later on by the Sarge, at March Reversary, it is now official, we are going to see Nick Diamond defend the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube Championship against Osiris in a submission match. Nice. Well, your forte... Yes, Osiris being the god of submission. How can he lose? <laughs> uh, so, so yes, this will be uh, right up my alley. Um, although, interesting factoid for uh, the listeners at home. Osiris has never won a submission match. <laughs> Is this your first one? Uh, this will be the second one. Who's the first one? Against Zach Gowan, former WWE superstar. Wait, against who? Uh, who? Former WWE superstar Zach Gowan. Zach Gowan. I've got names off. He only had one leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause he had that program with uh, Brock, right? Yes, yes. Is he still in the business? Yes, he is. Oh. I actually did his uh, comeback match because he was out for a while. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. How was it? The- one of my best matches ever. All right. Um, Zach Gowan was so good to work with. Uh, he's yeah. got that WWE mindset. Okay. So uh, the way he structures the match, different than any match I've ever been in, because Zach Gowan, he was like, the whole point of the match is getting to that one spot where, uh, I forget what he called it now, but he was like, you know, the spotlight or something like that. But he was like, this is what we're working for. He's like, okay. everything works for that. And, and the spot in this case was his moonsault. Okay. And he was like, everything is building to that. He's like, but that is the moment. He's like, and it was just a different type of match structure than anyone else I've ever wrestled before. Um, Did you call the uh, you uh, uh, made him cool? Probably, you know, taking his leg off. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he he only wrestled one leg in the whole match. Oh, he didn't have a prosthetic on? No, nope, no prosthetic. Really? Yep. So, to, so I guess to give some inside baseball. Yeah. How do you 
you know, with that situation? Well, part of the beauty of it being a submission match, we didn't have to do anything off the ropes or anything, like okay. as far as running the ropes. I was yeah, no, no Irish whips. Um, it was just, you know, trading holes and things like that and wrestling. And it was a little bit awkward, okay. but, but not that bad. And he's so smooth. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was mainly trading holds and back and forth. So, there, you know, it, it didn't really seem awkward. And once we, like, really got into it, like, I didn't even realize, like, I was wrestling a guy with only one leg. Um <laughs> The only time, in fact, it really impacted me was uh, I was giving him the, um, he's on a stomach, and I pick him up by the foot and slam his knee on their mat. Okay. Um, that was the only time where I was like, oh, like, I've got only the one thing to hold on to here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it must be a mind Yeah, yep, you know, especially because uh, usually, you know, again, going inside baseball, uh, in America, in wrestling, you, you only work the left side, left arm, left okay. leg. And so usually when I'm doing that, um, I'm trying to figure out which limb it is that I'm grabbing. Like, because I'm like, oh, like I just flipped you over. Where do I have you? Let me make sure I'm grabbing the right one. Okay. And because uh, it's very different when you're looking at somebody as opposed to when you, they are facing the other direction. Okay. Um, and uh, so, so yeah, so was, so when I went to do that, I was like, well, I've only got the one leg to grab, and I don't even remember if it was his left or right leg now. Um, <laughs> it was just like, yeah, this is the only one we're working with. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a really good match. However, um, and, you know, Osiris at that time was the god of submission still. Um, and so it was like, this is right into my wheelhouse. Um, how can I, number one, how how can the god of submission lose a submission match? Yeah. And, and number two, how can I lose a butt kicking contest against a one legged man? Okay. Okay. So I went into it pretty cocky, um, and it's, but I, I think I let my cockiness uh, get the best of me because I, I had him in the ankle lock, and uh, I was gloating about it, and he he had uh, he was able to reverse his body. Um, to, so that he was on his back instead of his stomach, and once he was on his back, he kicked me off, and then used his arms to uh, trap me in an ankle lock, and he got me to tap out. All right, uh, shout out to Zach Gow. Yes, who uh, who's now wrestling shows and doing motivational speeches. Ah, dope. Um, yeah. Where does he wrestle out of? Like, what region? He's in Minnesota. Uh, or at least he was prior to the pandemic. And so I assume him to still be there because at that time he just got married. Okay. Um, so so I assume he was like setting setting up camp or whatever. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, so I want to say he's probably still in Minnesota. and uh, But I think he travels all over, especially for his motivational speaking. Okay. But uh, yeah, definitely shout out props to him. But so yeah, with that being said, Osiris is zero and one in submission matches. Um, but hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna change that uh, going into March anniversary when the God of Submission challenges Nick Diamond for the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Championship. And another thing, I think going into Osiris's favor in this match, it was uh, last year. Um, 
well, not at this time, I guess it was prior, uh, it was last year, January, where Osiris single-handedly won the Showcase Pro Wrestling Tag Team Championships, and he did that against Nick Diamond and Paul Holloway. Okay. So, so uh, I feel pretty good going into this match here at Marchversary and uh, taking on Nick Diamond, where I don't think Nick Diamond has any wins at Marchversary. Okay. So, uh, so, so there's some good things going into this. Some momentum uh, for Osiris in a lot of ways. Okay. So yeah, so we'll see. But that's coming up next month, March 10th. Uh, it's going to be a very busy weekend for yours truly because uh, that Friday night, March 10th, March anniversary in Taunton, Massachusetts, yep. and then uh, Saturday, March 11th, that will be the return of NCW in Bristol, Rhode Island. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, yep. So that'll be good times. Big, big, busy weekend. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling going on and a lot of wrestling coming up. Um, so definitely, folks, check out Osiris's Instagram page at Osiris the Champ and uh, see what he's got coming up on the horizon. Because uh, yeah, definitely, we've got some 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 big things going down. Indeed. All yeah. right. So what? Today's water jug. Today's water jug. Simple four-letter, one-word message. Heal. Okay. And okay. it's a uh, it's a dual message. Uh, one, I've been feeling under the weather this past week, um, so I'm just reminding myself to heal. I think uh, I think the intense workouts because we've been focusing on uh, powerlifting as of late. Uh, and so I think the uh, intense workouts combined with two shows last weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, I think it just kind of caught up to me. Okay. And uh, so it's been uh, not, like, uh, just tired, really. I've just been exhausted all week. I haven't worked out. I uh, just haven't had the energy. Okay. And, um, yeah, I think it was just the, the combination of the, the intense training and doing two back-to-back shows after not wrestling for a few months. Um, I think it just kind of caught up to me. Um, I, I unfortunately am not on the rock supplement plan. Um, so, so the fatigue hits, uh, <laughs> um, but all good. We're swinging back into things, feeling better. But, uh, so the first message of heal was to myself to, for myself to heal. And then, uh, the second message though, was to remind myself to help heal others. Um, and I like to think that, uh, What's that? What's the thing that you said that, um, that uh, Walter would always use? Walter would always use what? You, you always use Yes. What was it? Oh, I feel like it was some sort of weird tomato juice, lemon juice kind of thing. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a... a Oh, Echinacea. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yes, Walter was what, what big on the Echinacea. Of? What does that consist of? Uh, so Echinacea is a pill. Uh, well, actually, you can get it in pill or powder form. Okay. Um, and First of all, is, is it legal? Oh, yeah, it's legal. It's perfectly oh, legal. You can get it at Walmart. The AM, I'm pretty sure it's, it's legal. <laughs> I understand completely. Yeah, nope, you can get it at Walmart, CVS. Okay. Uh, it'll okay. be in the uh, the vitamin aisle. Okay. And um, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's also in um, 
what is that stuff called? Emergency. Okay. Uh, it's one of the ingredients in that. Okay. And uh, but but yeah, Walter was big on echinacea for holding off uh, colds and sickness. And okay. I did take some this week, actually. And okay. uh, I like to think that that helped to make sure I didn't get like sick, sick. Yep, yep. And, and so I've just been tired. Okay. Um, and then wrestling last night didn't help. Um, it was just being, and when I say did the wrestling, it's not even the wrestling actually. It's then the the show going till ten thirty, and then yeah. after the show, being like, you know what, Applebee's sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Half price yeah. apps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five dollar Long Island iced teas, why not? You know, <laughs> for, for yeah. twenty bucks, you can get two appetizers and two Long Island iced teas. And after the show, that seems like a good idea. But then, you know, the body where, where you know, it was like, oh, I don't know, fried food and drinks was a good idea late night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, all right. All right. Well, hopefully you get better. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. For the uh, EC. Uh, no doubt. What do you to do with that? Uh, once again, the work here. Big uh, up. Yeah. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> and uh, I like to think that this show provides healing uh, for the people listening because you get a couple hours out of your day to not think about the world. Uh, instead, you can just have some fun with us and think about wrestling and, you know, good times. And uh, so hopefully if you're listening, you're having fun and you're being healed by our by our words and our good time. And, you know, you're not thinking about whatever problems you may have going on. Although now that I brought it up, you might be like, well, well, now I'm thinking about my problems. (laughs) But for the past two hours, hopefully you weren't and you were having fun and enjoying us because we were enjoying you. You could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you were here. You were listening to us. And for that, we appreciate you. We love you. We hope you have a good day, week, month, even your year. We'll be there for you every week. Until next time on Before the Three Count. Whoop.